welcome back to the Roman Enforcement Experience. This is the podcast where Jesus Christ is on the throne. And now your host, Ed Roman. Hello, everyone. I have a special guest with me today. My wife of 33 years going on 34 years. Uh, the lovely Linda Roman. Welcome. Thank you for having me as your special guest. Yes, you are First special. First time special guest. I'm honored. Yes. Uh, before we get started, uh, many people don't know um, how we met. And so I want to share a little bit about that, of uh, how we met. And um, I can just say that back in 1986, I was a lost soul in a lost world. I was lonely and I felt alone in a lost world. But uh, on 9786, I was invited to a birthday party and uh, it was in a backyard in the city, fine city of La Puente. Uh, those of you who know, back in the day, backyard parties were uh, a, a thing to do with DJs and uh, it was quite an interesting scene. But there I was, here I am, I'm dancing with friends who invited me. Uh, they were friends from high school and females. And so I can remember in the patio, song blazing or blaring. And I, lo and behold, saw a, a beautiful woman coming through the uh, patio door. She had a black dress and uh, her hair was up, um, light red lipstick. And I can remember her smile. So I was smitten. I ain't got to lie. She was, uh, she was fine. But um, one thing I noticed is that she looked at me. And so I was probably like, okay, she might be interested. I don't know. Music's going on. Uh, my friend knows her friend. And lo and behold, we start we're introduced and we start speaking to each other and I just, man, um, I won't say I was in love, but I will say that I was, uh, smitten by her, um, her lovely smile and her genuineness, uh, in speaking with her. But, uh, we exchanged phone numbers. We, uh, I think I, oh, I, I gave it the three day rule. I gave it a three day rule because, you know, I didn't want her to think I was, you know, some, you know, crazy guy. But uh, I called her. We set up a date. We went to a movie. And um, the rest is history. We started dating. We dated for about two months. And I was lost. And basically what happened is two lost souls met that night because I was searching I was still searching and Linda was like a band-aid, but what I needed, I needed surgery on my heart. And so uh, as we're dating, everything is going well. But on November 1st, 1986, I gave my life to the Lord. And I remember that night we were supposed to go to a party. And, um, I remember you came into the car all dolled up and I had a t-shirt and jeans and I said, I'm not going to this party. Something happened to me tonight and uh, uh, my life's going to change. My life has changed. I accepted Christ into my heart and I can't do the things that I used to do anymore. 
And I remember what you said. You said, well, I'm a Christian and I've been searching too. And I'm like, whoa. And, you know, it goes a little more in depth. But from that time on, I, I broke up with her. Well, I didn't break up with her that night. Uh, a couple of weeks later, um, we met up and I broke up with her. But I remember prior to that, her telling me that she came to Christ also because of what I shared with her and because of my testimony. And here we are, 30, 38 years later, sitting down together. And um, I want to ask you a question. What stood out to you that night? And by the way, this is my lovely wife, Linda. Uh, hello, um, podcast people out there. <laughs> who are was listening. Thank you for tuning in. I really, we really appreciate the support and the love uh, of everyone out there. Um, what stood out to me that night was honestly your handsome, good looks, uh, the way you dance. You're pretty oh, confident in your yeah, dancing. Um, that's that's what stood out to okay. me. That, uh, he, you looked confident standing okay. out there dancing with a few women. You were dancing with like a circle of... <laughs> A circle of women, young women, I should say, because we were 19. We, we were, were 19. Kids. Yeah, we were 19 years we old. We truly were kids. Oh, my uh, goodness. So that really, and it was truly an innocent night. It was uh, probably the gathering was yeah. maybe maybe 30 people the Maybe, most. yeah. 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 So being out there, I, I noticed him across the crowded room. Across I the room. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, we exchanged numbers and uh, the rest is history. But uh, can I elaborate a little bit? On yes, that? go ahead. <laughs> on that? Yes. For, uh, for those that are listening and want to hear my my version uh, of that story, um, <laughs> yes, I, I, you know, it's really actually really nice hearing you tell the story because. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I think I tell the story to friends, but hearing it from you, I just like I kind of went back and, and thought about that. Um, I was also, you know, in a time of my life searching mm -hmm. here with two 19 year old kids right out of high school um you know saw each other met that night and had no idea what either one of us were uh struggling with right dealing with yeah. you know and there was a emptiness there was a, a longing yeah there was uh and so we thought you know he thought i was his you know answer and i thought he was my answer mm -hmm. and um mm -hmm. and i think the first maybe couple of weeks it it it, it, it it was. It was. You it know, was nice. It was, it was nice. Yeah. It was, we went on a nice date. He was such a respectful young man. You just um, were just some, you know, a, a, a young, I think, I say young man. You know, at 19, there's a lot of boys, guys. You're yeah. a young man. Yeah. You were raised very well. And I, I, uh, Thank you. I truly fell in deep, deep hard, strong, like <laughs> for, for you. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll take that. I did. I was very attracted to who you were, you know, as I got to know you yes. and um, was taken by you. Right. I really was taken by you. And so, yeah, the night that you, you know, shared with me about your, you know, your experience of receiving Christ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, yeah, a little shocked because here I was, honestly trying to get away from that life because yeah. i was raised in a christian home right and tried to get away from that so when i i uh met you and you revealed that to me i remember thinking 
wow, okay, now I'm going to explain this Christianity to him. Yeah, yeah, she was, um, she was, uh, God bless her, you know, uh, I broke her heart by, um, you know, breaking up with her, but I just wanted Jesus. I really did. I mean, um, learning that he died for me and he gave his life for me was a, uh, was so revealing. And so, you know, uh, took my breath away. You truly found your answer. I found my answer and I found what I believe everyone out there is longing for. Everyone with a hole in their heart that can only be filled by Jesus, that can only be filled by his love and his grace. Um, and the, the one thing that only he can give, and that is being complete and whole. There's many things out there that can, you know, tide you over for the moment. But there is nothing more complete in life than having a relationship with him. Yes. Absolutely. You found uh, Christ. You found your answer. And I, I had been searching. That was the answer. So when you shared your testimony, uh, as you shared your testimony, how you were searching, how you were feeling alone and you thought it was me, I was sitting there thinking the same thing. I'm thinking, yeah, I thought it was him too. Although, yes, I wanted you, I wanted it to be you, but you, you gave me the answer that I had been searching for, and it was, it was Christ Jesus. And because I knew from growing up in, in church, uh, I guess I believe what you found, I never really had. I knew religion. Mm -hmm. I knew the, you know, the logistics of church. I knew, I guess, Christianese. I didn't know about having a relationship, a, a desire, a, a hope in Christ, mm. uh, found finding joy in Christ, like like I saw in you that night. And I remember leaving you that night. Mm -hmm. And I can't even remember, honestly, the, the feeling of you breaking up with me. I just remember the feeling of, I want Jesus. I want what he had mm -hmm. found. That's what I wanted. And I remember going to my car, driving home, because mm -hmm. we met. And when I left, I was driving home in my car. And I asked the Lord into my heart. Yeah. I mean, I grew up Christian enough that I knew what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I asked Christ into my heart. Yeah. And as soon as I said, I, I don't want this life. I want, I want you. I want all of you. Yeah. So I surrender. I surrender. I want you to change me. Right. Like have your way in my life. Like everything, you know, I just want to give it to you. And it was like a, a hope, a hope that I had. And I knew right after that prayer, I need to find a church. Right. And, and it's so, it's so crazy because both of us, you know, if I really wanted you, and I loved you and it was all about you. First thing I would think I would have asked as a you know, young girl or woman, mm -hmm. okay, I'll go to your church. What church are you at? Yeah. You know, I'll, you know, I'll get saved there. I'll, pers I'll pursue I you as opposed to pursuing God. Ooh, hallelujah. Preach it, brother. <laughs> That's good. Exactly. And I, and I didn't because right. in my heart, like in yours, because you could have said the same thing. You could have said, well, you know, I'm inviting you to my church. You never invited me to church. No, I didn't. <laughs> I had no idea where you were going. But 
I remember that night saying, okay, I need to find a church. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, long story short, I remember a friend taking me, her mom had invited us when I, I think I was in middle school. And so I just remember the location in a certain area, remember that down the street, the block. And I thought, okay, growing up Christian, I know we have church on Tuesdays and on Friday nights. So this was, I think a Tuesday, I knew Friday night was probably, you know, come that Friday night, I'm going to go called up a friend, just invited her to go out with me, yeah. picked her up, didn't tell her I was going to church, <laughs> got to church around 730. They were already doing the offering. But the person that was sharing about the offering was sharing about about Christ, and and that at that moment, I remember sitting there thinking, "Wow, she's talking to me. This is this you know the scripture that everything she was sharing was talking to me, and I really truly felt I found I found home." Amen, amen, amen. Um, so I will just kind of elaborate a little bit more. Wanting Christ was all I pursued at the time. And so moving forward now, we're, it's almost two years. And I remember the day before my birthday, I get a call. Now, this is two years later now. I get a call. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, great. Um, it was a little small talk, but I remember, hey, tomorrow's your birthday, and I'd like to take you out for dinner. And I thought to myself, well, sure, you know, I, that would be great. And without getting into much of a detail on that, I remember picking her up on my birthday. And I had a little Toyota truck and going to her house. And when I when she came out of the door, oh, my goodness. I mean, the clouds parted and the light came down and trumpets <laughs> sounded. No, just kidding. But anyway, so... No, it was just uh, completely gorgeous from what I remember. And um, I, you know, opened the door for her. She got in my truck and I'm ready to start the, the vehicle. But she says to me, wait a minute, can we pray before we leave? And I was, uh, uh, yeah, let's do that. So we prayed and uh, we went to Stakenstein in Pico Rivera. I'll never forget that. Um met up with some people there, but, uh, I remember we drove and we stopped. And as we talked, I can just remember the conversation being nothing about, I mean, everything about God. And so I knew, okay, this is it. This is it. So a year later on my birthday, I proposed and that following, uh, or that August, uh, oh, I'm sorry, November, we were married, and um, I mean, I, I can remember I, I told my mom and dad, and my dad was, you know, he gave me the wink. He said, this is the one, and uh, he went with me to ask for your hand, and we, uh, me and my pops went to your house and spoke to your dad. And I explained to him that I, I loved her and I was going to take care of her. And your dad said, yes. And then after that, I can remember our dad's talking and, you know, kind of, you know, small talk. But just being able to um, uh, make it like a, a, like a relationship, like, a hey, I'm in agreement. You're in agreement. Let's proceed forward. 
So now that I had her father's blessing and my dad's approval, I could walk in the destiny that my heavenly father had called me to. We got married, beautiful wedding. Um, it just, wow. As a matter of fact, my sister said that uh, it was the most beautiful wedding and the most beautiful bride she had ever seen. Yeah, bless her heart. Um, and so getting married, went to Hawaii on a honeymoon and came back. And now the fun began. <laughs> We're one. And, uh, you know, there's things that you have and there's things that I bring to the table that, you know, we got to hash out. Mm-hmm. And one of them was going to a church. We really hadn't talked about that. But I just felt in my heart that um, I needed to go to the, your church. And the reason why is because of the love and affirmation that I was receiving from, you know, people that I even know, but I'd visit and I just felt the love. So I knew God had called me there much to your delight. Um, I know because you were kind of like, I don't know if I want to go to your church, but anyway, so we went to your church. Now I was preparing to become a man, a, a provider. And that is following my dream, my goal that I believe God had given to me, and that is to become a law enforcement officer, deputy sheriff, to be specific. Praise God. I was able to get into, uh, or I, I passed the test, went through the testing. I got into the academy, 100% supported by you, which I appreciate. Got into the academy, and I remember, now the job I had before, I used to bring in like, a week, $1,000 a month, you know, and now I'm in the academy and I'm bringing in some bank, you know, I'm a baller on a budget now. So they started me off with four grand a month. Man, that was incredible. And what year? What year was that? That was in 1991. And man, yeah, so... We were staying with our my parents. Um, it was a four-bedroom house. We had three of the bedrooms and a bath. I mean, it was ideal. Yes. But I, okay, so now I'm a professional. Now I want a home. So going out there and looking and saving money and putting money away. Uh, we bought a home in Uptown Whittier. One bedroom, one bath, a bungalow. Uh, How many square footage? It was 672 square feet on a 4,000 square foot lot. Small (laughs) little thing, right? But man, what a time. How Uh, old were we? How old were we? We were 25. We were 25 when we got into our home. And so uh, so it had already been, what, four years? Mm -hmm. Almost four years. And then, uh, yeah almost five years before we started a family. But in that time we, you know, shared, got closer to the Lord and we're able to travel. Yes. And you bypassed, you were um, on patrol training while, while we're the jail when we were at court on that, at that house. Uh Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was, um, hadn't passed probation yet and, um, but working all kinds of overtime and bill, uh, you know, remodeling the house, so on and so forth. But the thing was, is that my relationship with the Lord never wavered. My, uh, my love for God never wavered because being in an environment 
where there's criminals and being in an environment where there's cursing and, you know, all kinds of, you know, terrible things and evil things, lying, cheating, stealing. And then, you know, so being in that environment, God kept me. God kept me faithful. God kept me um, wanting more of him instead of wanting more of the world. And we're going to get into that. But I wanted more of God. So what happens is the house across the street comes up for sale. He was a LAFD, you know, firefighter, retired LAFD. And he says, hey, I'm going to sell you my house. So now I have two houses. Mm-hmm. What? Why? Because I was walking in the ways of the Lord yes, at the time. Mm-hmm. Nothing else mattered. And I will close with this. After I bought that second house, now it became following Ed's kingdom and building Ed's kingdom as opposed to building the kingdom of God. And that's where I believe my, my sliding, the, the, that's the crack that the enemy used to come into my life to, you know, it was all about me now. And everybody behind me can follow me, but I need to do what I want to do. I need to do what, you know, I, I, need, I, I was pursuing the things of this world as, a pursuing, as opposed to pursuing the things of God. And um, do you want to elaborate a little bit about that? Well, I think uh, I'd like to go back a little bit with, um, you know, once we did get married, my, my dad gave me, gave you his blessing and um, now it was planning for a wedding. And of course, all the excitement of, of just planning a wedding was um, for me as the woman, you know, the young woman, we, we, our whole heart mind soul everything goes into the planning and the dream of having this this wonderful wedding um and that was exactly what we what we went into i fell into the planning of of a wedding and getting caught up in in all of that um which I'm, I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for that opportunity that, that God gave us to have a, a, a beautiful wedding, all our family and friends. And then it was the church and, and, and finding uh, which church we're going to go to. As, you know, a, a wife, now I wanted to go wherever my husband was going to go. And that's where he was. He was attending a church and I would just follow. Uh, but God, because I had been praying and praying and had friends at church praying and he never knew and i never you know mentioned to him about coming to my church but i prayed i said lord i really would love for us to start our new life together uh under this these pastors in this church um because truly those those pastors were a walking heart of love and compassion and grace and um that's where god had uh, placed me when I uh, gave my life to him in my car. And that was the church that he grew me in. And I, I, I could see everything that God was doing in my life. And I just, I desired that for us both together. And so um, that's where the journey began. So we, 
we'll probably share a lot more oh, yeah, on gonna, the next we're gonna get deeper <laughs> we're gonna get deeper um we'll, we'll delve into you know the 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 good times and we will definitely speak on the bad times uh shameless plug uh the story that or what we uh testified to today uh you can find in the book uh buy the book from the book from humble beginnings to tragedy to redemption uh by edward roman and there's uh, our story is in there you'll find linda's story in chapter nine but um as i was mentioning uh building ed's kingdom as opposed to god's kingdom i want to read to you from colossians 3 and it says um since then you have been raised with christ set your hearts on the things above where christ is seated at the right hand of god set your mind on the things above not on earthly things and that's where i believe the slide in my life started the crack that the enemy was able to come through in verse 3 it says for you died and your life is now hidden with christ in god when christ who is your life appears then you also will appear with him in glory put to death therefore whatever belongs to your earthly nature and put to death means you know metaphorically stop in your life therefore whatever belong or, or you know yeah stop whatever therefore belongs to your earthly nature sexual immorality impurity lust evil desires and greed which is idolatry and so keeping your mind on the things above that's what i want to leave you with today so i hope uh you um you know took a little delight in in hearing a little bit of us of our testimony I'd like to share my uh, scripture for oh, today, yeah, if you means, can. Yes. That just coincides with what we're sharing. Um, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. And Amen. when you read the book, you will see how truly this, this scripture has played out in our lives. He knew the plans he had for us Amen. and they were for our well-being. Um, we just took some detours yeah. and thank you, Jesus, for the blood because he found us and brought us back. <laughs> so know? there were some definite dry seasons. There were some definite dry seasons, but uh, now we're living in a life of plenty. And I know there's greater things to come because we're putting him first because we're 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 building what he has um uh, we're building in the kingdom the things that he has put in our hearts to help build so uh stay tuned for part two of the podcast episode and if you are uh blessed by it please share share it with uh, a married couple my wife and i would love to serve them in Jesus' name. And uh, we will end with a prayer. How's that? Um, I'll start the prayer and you finish it. Yeah. So, um, Father, right now, whoever is listening to this podcast, I pray, dear God, that uh, if they're married, Lord, that you would strengthen them, Father, in their marriage. 
Father, that if they're not married, that you would bring that helpmate. Father, for men, Proverbs 18.22 says that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and receives favor from the Lord. And I want to thank you for the favor that you have bestowed upon me in giving me my wife. So I pray um, for the marriages out there to be strengthened. I pray for the uh, children of those parents that uh, are in school right now, that you protect them and give them favor, Lord. And uh, we just love you and thank you. I'm going to pass it over to my wife. Father, we thank you for this opportunity, Lord. We know that every good and perfect gift comes from you. And we truly believe and know that this is a gift from you, Lord, through, for, uh, from your Holy Spirit, through your spirit, Lord, to us, Lord. It's not our ability, God. It's, it has nothing to do with who we are or, or what we can do or what we can bring, but it's it's Christ in us, the hope of glory. So we thank you, Lord, for uh, allowing us to have this time to share of truly the, the goodness of God, uh, the goodness of God in the land of the living. Lord, we are a living testimony of your goodness and your grace and your forgiveness and your saving power. So we thank you for blessing this time. And for all those that are listening, that you would, Father God, give them ears to hear and eyes to see you in everything that they do. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Take care.